Kai, I okay. don't really know if I might be kidnapped tonight. Drop your address. <laughs> I know, I'd right? be like, yeah, no. Nate, drop your address in the description, well, <laughs> and then we'll see if you get kidnapped. Drop your address in the description below, and you, like, find a secret link. <laughs> At some you point. Wanna, you don't want to go to my house. I feel like the minute you go through, you also want to sleep on the bed. So you'll end up becoming my company. That's kind of how it is. They're like, are you lonely? Not really. I just figured it might be fun. <laughs> so let's talk about what we would be like if we were, like, the opposite gender. Ooh. We have that in there. It's called our gender bend episode. Okay. Oh, I wasn't even dressed up in drag for a gender yeah, bend. Yeah, I, I didn't think about it till just now either. I also have pink oh, Athena versus and... Dionysus moment. Okay. Yeah, okay. exactly. Let's do it. <laughs> Yo. Rush of ideas and just imagination and chaos. You know, you make things, you break things in the span of seconds just with your thoughts. Kinesthetic style, but only within the mind. Take a whole idea and like deconstruct it and then rebuild it in like a completely different way. Swimming in chaos. Welcome to I Just Can't Even With Myself Right Now. <laughs> Let's go. So honestly, a lot of people have told me, like my girlfriends, like they've girl space friends, um, they have told me that like I would be their ideal type if I were a guy because they like go through their list of things and then they're like, it sounds like I'm describing you. And I'm like, hey, baby, like, because listen, like they, they say like, you know, they want them to be taller than them. And I'm five nine. I'm pretty tall. I'm not very tall, but I'm pretty tall. So I'm five nine, and then they're like, "Oh, we want them to be smart and like self-proclaimed." I'm pretty smart. Um, self-proclaimed. Self-proclaimed. Yeah. Again, like I don't have any sources. No one can back me up on that. But I think I'm smart. Um, and then they're like, "You know, you want someone musical. You want someone athletic." Like I play piano. I play cello. Tiny bit of guitar. I played volleyball. I run. Like. Do you think your chances would have been more interesting if you were a guy? Yeah, I do. I honestly think that I would be like your typical... Well, I mean, listen, I go by J. I would be a typical J. You'd be a J. I'd be a J, like, you know, like... I. It's funny because I feel the exact opposite. I feel like a lot of my life would have been a little bit more interesting if I were a girl. Like, Mm -hmm. if that was really that my background. Because, I mean, I'm a feeler. I'm a feeler guy, right? I... When it comes to descriptions of I'm the about men, your I, feelings, girl. Well, well, yeah, and, well, yeah, and I'm that kind, and I'm the girl. Well, I'm the girl. See, there we go. And You're I'm the girl. girl that, the type of girl that would be. I would have girlfriends who we would all like. I love the whole idea, the concept of a of a slumber party. Like, I actually am into that. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the idea of people being together and strength strengthening each other up. Right. Uh, which is like See, okay. So, that, like, I I think that honestly, I might have actually done better in the okay so we're not gonna dive for just a disclaimer for people watching we're not gonna dive into like sexism and feminism because that's a really deep pro, like um deep topic yeah, and we won't be able to cover all the stuff we want talking to about what it'd be like to be um, but yeah but like as far as like the way our society goes like i think honestly i could do fine in the more toxic masculine like society that there is in that like you know like i don't really care if when i share my feelings people are like haha like what a loser like i'm like you well, know, yeah like, whatever. and you don't usually do that and for me i wouldn't have to deal with the shame of be having feelings yeah you know? well i think this comes down yeah. to like the thinker woman and feeler men right yeah like, i mean okay we also had a little side note of athena versus dionysus right. so we both have those energies you have athena mm-hmm. i have dionysus so for those who aren't 
familiar with this. It's a system that uh, you and I actually have been in talks about mm-hmm. that's based off of Jean Shinoda Bolin's two books called Gods and Every Man and Gods and Every Woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I personally figure that we should just call it the Pantheon archetypes. Yeah. Basically, she took it from Young and created an archetypal thing based on the Greek god. It's really interesting. Um, we'll, we'll put the titles in the description. Yeah. So, so check Athena's in this case is they're known to be, well, people might miss understand them as a masculine version of a woman but that's not the case they're really there are just a woman who's i think like a woman who prides yeah, herself the on thing that's interesting about first. it is that like yeah because we and we talk about this in one of nate's videos um if you subscribe to his patreon then you can <laughs> get access to these videos on the pantheonic archetypes but um we talked about it in his episode about athena how like um essentially there's the aspect of things that are feminine energies and things that are masculine energies. And if I'm tapping into masculine energies, then it's known as my animus. And when guys are tapping into their feminine energies, called their anima. But the interesting thing about Athena is that it is a feminine energy that is traditionally seen as more male, but it's or masculine, but it's actually a feminine energy. And that I think is empowering for other thinker women or just women who um, are not as I guess stereotypically feminine. You know, because the, the thing is that just because. I am strong and I like to think for myself. It doesn't mean that I am masculine. It means that that's just a part of my feminine nature, which I think yeah. is really cool. Yeah. I mean, and I flip it over to Dionysus. Yeah, like exactly. I, for how it is and how it was described, uh, a Dionysus man typically tends to have to deal with other men finding me really uncomfortable to be around because I'm in tune with my feelings. I don't really care about It makes expression. people uncomfortable, yeah. Yeah, just, just saying that I thrive in chaos. I thrive in situations where emotions are not repressed. Um, and partying, like just being an overall like fun persona that's typically kind of like being engaged with your emotions. People might find that kind of awkward, especially for the most of the other male archetypes who kind of pride themselves well, on putting okay. themselves above. Something that- interesting about this is you as a man when you're around other men the fact that you have Dionysus energy makes them uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and me as a woman who is an Athena I also make men uncomfortable because we are both challenging what it means to be traditionally masculine oh yeah like we really are and like at least for me (laughs) definitely I know a lot of guys get really like they get insecure around me because like well what's even more funnier a lot of guys get insecure around me because I am not insecure around women. Yeah. So, and women are not insecure around me. So yes. it becomes this huge dynamic hilarity observation because men will be like, "Oh, do you like this girl?" And I, the answer is no, I don't. Right. I'm just really comfortable. But they still feel threatened by you, right? Well, girls know, but men. No, yes. the guys. Yeah, yeah the that's guys. what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> that's the time that one story that guy who's like, just because I was really good friends with the, this girl. Yeah, yeah you told me about that. He started trying to teach me how to lift. that's so strange like i think the moment you challenge them they try to dive deeper into like toxic masculinity culture they're like (laughs) trying to look at my abs you know like i'm gonna deadlift this thing i'm like dude like you know what's funny is that maybe because that is the only thing that i can actually beat me to it because no i don't have a pair or good pack of abs and no i can't really do a really proper deadlift Mm-hmm. So, but why does like there. I don't understand why like yeah it's like why are those the measures of 
I mean, honestly, yeah. So it's just, it comes down to like societal standards, which is interesting. But yeah, the, the, the thing I find interesting about the pantheonic um, archetypes also is just the fact that these archetypes have been around for a long time and they challenge the traditional roles, you know, gender roles. So I, I, I appreciate that because it's interesting to know that like... And accepting. Yeah. They're accepting that everyone is different and then they're right. viable contenders to individuals. Exactly. Yeah. Like. And yeah, again, I've been saying like Athenas are more traditionally masculine, but it needs to be more commonly accepted that no, it's it's still feminine. And like with you as well, with your Dionysus, it seems as more like traditionally feminine, but it's still a masculine energy and it doesn't make like, you know, I feel like people would be quick to la- try to label you and say like you're gay or something, but like that's that has nothing to do with it. It's not connected, you know, it's not the same thing. Yeah, like, same with a me lot too, of, yeah. um, having... I- Personally, I haven't really met much, but having had the introduction to other Dionysian men was actually really cool, at least, because at least I got to see uh, so that I wasn't alone in the struggle. It's like representation, yeah, exactly. Yeah, way. That's why it's cool when, when, like, to read about it, like once you read and realize that there are other ones. And then, yeah, these guys exist? It's like, yeah. yes. Like, you know, I watched a YouTube video, this guy complaining about being a feeler man and saying how it sucks to be labeled the way he is and he feels so alone and blah, blah, blah. And, for me, it felt kind of awkward to watch it because I would say that there was a time where I did feel that way, but mm-hmm. that's where you have to find your people becomes really handy because yes, while I didn't meet people who were like me, I got to meet people who at least accepted me for me. Like the thing is that those people who can accept you exist. And if all the people around you don't accept you, you need to find new people. <laughs> you need to find new people. <laughs> like you really do. And honestly, the, the world is at our fingertips. We have the internet, you know. There's like way too many people on the planet. So you might as well find one. <laughs> Like, <laughs> yeah that <laughs> yes they're like oh there's nobody for me were you even looking there's yeah. everyone for you and you don't even want i don't even want any like, at this point we're like you know. <laughs> yeah i mean i think most of our text conversations consist of i hate everyone i hate people people suck i don't yeah, want to talk people to anyone turn disappointments yeah well that's why okay I, I i think i might have mentioned this in a previous episode also but like whenever someone does something and like lets me down I realize that I'm always disappointed in myself I'm not disappointed in them because I'm disappointed myself for ever expecting that they would be better than that like I'm not mad that they didn't reach my expectation like I'm not mad at them I'm like why did I even expect that much you know (laughs) which kind of sucks which is why like I stick with friends now who and like I don't want to pressure them but like you know like I know they're the type of people to meet those expectations that I have you know like my standards are higher and if they don't always meet them that's fine like you know they're my well, I was but... and I told you this so my my mom taught me to seek out intelligent people and to surround yourself with smarter people not because they're any better but in a way their behavior their skill sets that would at least rub off on you right that that's what like because you know you read that thing also like online where it says like your gpa is the average of all your friends gpas and i'm just like honestly i wonder how far down i pull my friends gpas because they're like geniuses (laughs) but i love that you know like i would never want to be the smartest person in a room and like i know that's a big fault that a lot of entps specifically have is that they are really arrogant and I'm going to group Thinking myself in the with smartest it. Person in We the think room, yeah. you're the smartest person in the room and that's why we're the most annoying kid in the room and why we don't have any friends. Mm-hmm. Ha ha. You are not the smartest person in the room. And even if you're the smartest in one aspect, someone is better than you at something and that should yeah. humble you. Exactly. 
Yeah, yeah, like yeah. And there's always going to be learn. someone better than you. There's always going to be yeah. somebody who who started out college at ten years old because he's just a genius. Right. Like, what are you going to do? Hate on that like, guy? My he professor was, was saying, like, once I'm in grad school, like, do not join a lab where people look at me with hard eyes. He's like, join a lab where, you know, you are not the stupidest person there, but make sure you're not near the the smartest one because you're not going to learn anything. And I was like, yeah, that's so true. I would never give yourself the space to be like the growth aspect, right? Yeah. Why would you want to be the smartest person in the room? You don't learn anything. Well, I mean, you you can't sit there, but like, okay, I want to, I want to rephrase my statement. It's not that like you can't learn anything from people who aren't smarter than you, but like how, why would you want to be in a room where you think you're the smartest in the room? There we go. Yeah. Cause it's not, it's not for about them. It's about your own perception. Yeah. And also again, everyone has their own strengths. So Mm -hmm. Like you can't judge everyone based on not matching your strengths. Of course, they're not better at, than you at what you're best at. I love how we went from a gender bending episode to oh, that's what this episode is about. <laughs> <laughs> like we're supposed to go into drag somehow and like turn into our. Uh, anyway, anyway, well, yeah. <laughs> thank you guys for watching. Um, sound off in the comments below. What would you think your life below. would be different? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, this isn't the same episode. <laughs> Also, like and subscribe. Um, you can check yes. out the Athena episode I did with JC over yeah. on my on the Patreon. Two bucks, and you can get in. Um, yeah, and I hope you guys have a wonderful day. And I hope you guys take stay your cool. vitamins oh. and just <laughs> We're not in sync. Take your. <laughs> I said, cool. stay cool. What if you're not take cool? Your vitamins. Stay Here's cool. Though, if you're not cool, that's okay. Just it's accept okay. that you're not cool. No, they need to accept accept your okay. lane. You're not cool, and that's fine. It's not okay. <laughs> you don't well, have to be. Maybe cool. we don't get along as well as I thought. <laughs> this isn't the same episode as that either. <laughs> oh no! Well, watch the episode before this, and then come back, and then. <laughs> yeah, you're not cool because you're just. Oh, it's trash. two episodes before. Sorry, go back a week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, bye. <laughs> <laughs>